Yeah, Santa. Oh, there too. News night starts now. the next 60 minutes here on news night interior minister imposes 13-hour curfew on Equanta township in the ot region and bans the carrying of arms and ammunition after at least six people were butchered to death and several homes touched in clashes between rival youth groups well, i've spoken with chiefs from both sides calling on them to okay. get our youth to put their guns down put their machetes down let's smoke the peace pipe we're live on the ground where residents have been fleeing the town, leaving mostly women and children sheltering in their homes as a curfew kicks in. Also tonight, government fights minorities' characterization of 2024 budget as empty and useless as parliament begins debate of 2024 budget. If anybody says that an economic program like this is useless or is empty, that cannot be true. This economic program, Mr. Speaker, is a program that is sound, that is sensible, that is pragmatic. We have details as NDC MP for Borga Central says he has an apology for guess who? Manchester United defender Harry Maguire for comparing him with Vice President Baumia. I was very quick to compare my big brother, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, to Harry Maguire. Mr. Speaker, I now apologize to Harry Maguire. Today, Maguire has turned the corner as a transformation footballer. Yeah. Yeah. Maguire, Harry Maguire, is now scoring goals for Manchester United. Yeah. Meanwhile, not many majority MPs were in the chamber to defend the budget. We'll hear from the Speaker who described the majority leader as a limping leader. I expect the majority who have a limping majority leader. Limping because when you look at his back, you are less than those in front of you. You have a lame duck president. And in business, Ghana's classification as debt distress currently not likely to be reviewed by the IMF following the significant expansion of the economy. And in your election headquarters tonight, as the political temperature heats up steadily, we touch base with the flag bearers of the NPP and NDC as they embark on their thank you and building Ghana tours. We'll hear from the Yana who is full of praise for Dr. Baumia for becoming the first ever not not to lead the NPP. I've also noted with satisfaction as well as further notness that you are the first ever not to lead the NPP. We definitely are proud of this achievement and know that you are more than qualified to fight this lofty position in your party. Meanwhile, the crossfire unfolds between uh, the two candidates as former President John Mahama renews his lean government promise plus allowances for assembly members. That's and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. Do well to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 055-1111997. I am MFA Paul. And my name is Evans Mensa. And let's begin tonight in Inquanta, where residents there uh, in that Oti regional uh, town are tonight beginning a 13-hour long curfew in Pogues on the township by the Interior Minister. The 5 p.m. to 6 a.m. curfew kicked in an hour ago following clashes that left at least six people butchered to death. Several homes were left torched 
It is still unclear what started the clashes between the rival youth groups of the Adele Chala and Achodi communities. Now, gory videos seen by Joe News show piles of chopped up bodies of young men being carted away in a police vehicle. My colleague James Abveji joins me with more uh, from a statement issued by the Interior Minister. Uh, James, the curfew is not the only intervention by the Interior Minister, is it? Not. Uh, that's not the only thing, Evans, because they are saying that, uh, in fact, as part of the curfew, if anybody is seen on the streets within the curfew hours, especially anyone who will be arrested carrying offensive arms, uh, would, uh, in fact, the only one seen carrying offensive and would be arrested by the security on the grounds and will be prosecuted according to law. So there's a ban. There's a ban on the carrying of guns, ammunitions and any offensive weapons because as we've seen uh, people were using machetes in that particular community. What about an appeal for, for calm and peace? Yes, uh, the ministry is saying that they are appealing to everyone to exercise restraint and use the established mechanisms for resolution of the conflict that is uh, actually happening between the two parties. What it means is that, uh, especially with the ban, uh, if you are seen on the street you'll be arrested. If the ban uh, the curfew hours are over from 6 a.m. in the daytime. If you are seen with offensive arm, you would be arrested and prosecuted as well. And all of that, the two parties should exercise calm while government looks at ways to resolve the issue. Uh, let's go live there now. Let's uh, bring in our Adom TV correspondent in the community, MFR, Obrim Pongusu, who's joining us now. Thank you so much uh, for joining us, Obrim Pong. So the curfew started an hour ago. Tell us how people there are observing it. Well, if you you are with me here at Uganda South. I can tell you that the curfew is really, really working here. People in Uganda South Township are really abiding by the curfew. As I speak with you, already this morning, people were already living at the people flew out of the town this morning. So by the time the diabetes came from uh, the interior minister about this, this, uh, 5 p.m. to 6 a.m. Uh, curfew hour, was already improved because people already live in the town before the directive came. So as I said with you, the town is very quiet. Business are all halted. Everybody is in his or her room and they are all complying to the directive of the curfew. Mm. Thankfully, you went round with the police today. What exactly can you report regarding the number of people killed so far because the figures have been a bit scanty? Um, as I speak with you, since yesterday, when the uh, incident happened around 4 30 p.m. when there was a dance shot at the Fantastic Inter Market. Uh, after the time I was at the hospital at the Fantastic Inter Hospital, I can record or I counted six persons that were brought to the hospital. But uh, among the six persons, there were one of a police officer who was also part of the two persons that were brought to the hospital. As I said with you, out of the six who have been concerned dead this afternoon around 12 p.m. to 1 p.m., the police have also gone around some various rooms to collect uh, about six dead bodies. So as they do now, we can confirm that eight uh, people have been uh, confirmed dead. But reports between us indicate that there are a lot of people that have been killed that have not been recorded or have not been reported to the police. So as they do now, the number we are having at 10, people are seeing 13, 12, 10. But the what police has confirmed to us this evening that uh, the number that uh, have been killed or were shot killed were eight uh, people that were shot killed. And even before uh, the curfew was imposed, we are told that uh, people are fleeing the town? Yes, as I indicated. People were already leaving the town before the curfew hour came. So, especially the men, the, the men already left the town. They, they already fled from the town before the safety. It is well left with uh, women and children. But as I said with you now, even the women and children are also living in the town for their own safety. Because then what is happening, the incident that happened yesterday, everybody thought uh, it was over. But last night, the incident that recorded, the, uh, the burning of houses and property, killing of people at that time, I think the result that people can get out. So as I we do now, already the men are already the town and the women are also living and they are also living. And I said now, there's nobody on the street. As, as, as 
I'm talking to you now, being speaking with you now. I am at the Rwanda Police Police where the officer uh, commander is issuing instructions to the officers about how to go about their this night. About 100 personnel will be deployed to the federal cases of Rwanda to ensure that rights and property are safe. Okay, that's uh, my colleague, Adun TV correspondent uh, in the community of Brimpong, so they're giving us live updates on what's currently happening in the area. And we can now speak to the OT Regional Minister, Joshua uh, Mukobu, who doubles as the uh, chair of the Regional Security Council. Uh, thank you, sir, for your time here on Newsnight, Mr. Mukobu. Well, thank you very much, Evan. And, and how are you enforcing this curfew tonight? Okay, so what is happening is that um, we had a team request to the interior minister. Uh, one was to increase the number of men in town, and then uh, the second one was the imposition of the curfew. As I speak to you now, some men have come from the Bota region, the Greater Accra region, and others are on their way coming. So some of them arrived in town before the imposition of the curfew. And I confirmed from my regional police commander who is currently in Nkwanta, and so they have enough men to deploy into town to enforce the curfew. Do you have military assistance at all? Or this is just police and you are they are okay? No, we, we, we have the military also as part of the numbers. With the numbers you're getting and with those on your way, you're confident that should be enough to enforce the curfew but also prevent a further eruption and retaliatory attacks? Definitely. With the research estimation, uh, the numbers that are there and those are coming to add up will be enough. And uh, if we assess the species on daily basis and we feel that there's a need to increase the numbers, we will also speak to the authorities that be. How long do you estimate you keep this curfew in place for? Uh, that one will basically depend on the review of uh, the situation from time to time. And, you know, since we have the security there, we have the intelligence setup that I'm also taking. Yeah, we intend to also engage on the um, peace talk alongside the imposition of curfew and then the presence of military to undertake some other restrictive measures. So when the conversations are positive and some the results begin to show, then it can make us a, a call of the curfew. But aside that, we will continue to monitor the security situation. What's the update on the number of fatalities tonight? Yeah, so when we spoke in the afternoon, the number was six. But this afternoon, uh, the evening, my police commander, after they had gone around to convey their bodies, said the number stands at eight um, bodies. So eight so far confirmed dead? Yes, everyone. Okay. And we've also had reports about people fleeing the town now. Um, mostly women and children have been left behind. Uh, for those fleeing, uh, are, are they getting any, any escort, any protection while they leave the town? Yeah, uh, you know, the way in Quanta is, and then the settlement among these uh, people, uh, if, for instance, uh, today people are using the Bonache route to Nyambo, Abrawanko, and other things, it's among their people, it will be easy. If the other people are using the route towards Chesu and that they are saying, content to critique be if among their people and that should be easy for them. So far we have not had any request of anybody asking for escorts to leave town. It's only in situations where some people are found in some part of Mkwanta country and they thought they were not safe. They reach out to either the police or the uh, research and then we ensure that they were evacuated from that place to where they first did. Have there been any arrests so far? Uh, I am told um, uh, by people who may call that there was an arrest, but uh, my regional police commander and uh, the BIA to confirm that, so I wouldn't be able to speak to that man. 
Great, thank you very much. And that's the regional minister, the Duty regional minister, Joshua uh, Makubu. If you are in that area and affected, we want to hear from you, 055 And MFA, you got a briefing on what might have started this clash. Well, um, issues about ethnic clashes and then also festival, who celebrates and who does not celebrate. This afternoon, um, he, he gave us some insight into uh, this particular thing. started somewhere last year between the Adele Chala and the Achode communities. And we are hoping that the situation will be brought under control. Now that the curfew is in place, we are hoping that mm-hmm. at least we'll see the end of this matter. You are still live. Your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. Still ahead, government fights minorities' characterization of 2024 budget as empty and useless as parliament begins debate of 2024 budget presented last week. An economic program like this is useless or is empty. That cannot be true. This economic program, Mr. Speaker, is a program that is sound, that is sensible, that is pragmatic. We have details as NDC MP for Borga Central says he has an apology for Manchester United defender Harry Maguire for comparing him with the vice president. I was very quick to compare my big brother, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, to Harry Maguire. Mr. Speaker, I now apologize to Harry Maguire. Today, Maguire has turned the corner as a transformation footballer. Maguire, Harry Maguire, is now scoring goals for Manchester United. We take it to Parliament after this. This is the sound of happy shoppers enjoying up to 60% off everything at Orca Decor. It's Black Friday season. Get 20 to 60% off everything you need at Ghana's number one Christmas shopping destination. Visit Orca Decor in Accra Mall and on Splintex Road before everything runs out. The luckiest. Luck is everywhere. For everyone. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023. And draw date is on 23rd December, 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 you could be the luckiest. Are you ready? Val Real Estate Ghana is thrilled to continue its success story in Accra by revealing Legato Heights, where melody meets luxury. Prepare to be dazzled by high-rise elegance at unbeatable off-plan prices. Situated in the prestigious location of Ridge, Legato Heights promises a lifestyle of opulence and convenience. It's not just an apartment complex, it's an experience crafted for the discerning few. Join the anticipation and watch this space as we launch this development on the 24th of November. To book your unit, call us toll-free on 0800-888-888. Val, Africa's gate to real estate. Malcolm Black Friday is back now bigger and better from 3rd November to 3rd December just enjoy flaming hot Black Friday unbeatable deals in all Malcolm stores nationwide and online it's time to shop like never before Malcolm Black Friday is back and now live terms and conditions apply Malcolm where gotta shops we interrupt this program to bring you this important information. It's Black Friday! Welcome to the season of discounts at Samsung. This November, you can get up to 2,400 Ghana Cities discount on the Epic Galaxy S23 Ultra. Discounts everywhere! Get 60 to 800 Ghana Cities discounts on handsets like the Samsung Galaxy A04 range, A14, A24, A34, and A54. We're also introducing our new Galaxy S23 S23 FE at an unbeatable price. It's Black Friday! The Samsung Black Friday sale is from the 10th to the 26th of November in all authorized Samsung shops nationwide. What are you waiting for? Terms and conditions apply. Ready? Let's go. We are going to bring some Savannah. 
everyone is dancing, everyone is singing, because everyone is painting with Savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more, pay less. Savannah paints, we all go paint some. We all go paint some, Savannah. We all go paint some. From the comforting hugs and reconnecting moments to the thoughtful eulogies, funerals, whether big or small, must be dignifying. And that's what Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium was set up for. From our state-of-the-art facilities for preserving remains to our 450-seater chapel to our meticulously managed cemetery, we've got these and everything else you might need in one place. So if sending a loved one off in a dignified manner matters to you, reach out to Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium in Immediately, you lose a loved one. Call us on 050-953-2409 or visit us at lashibifuneralhomes.com. Lashibi Funeral Homes and Crematorium. Dignity for the deceased. Comfort for the bereaved. Imagine this. Your employees spend one-third of their lives at work. That's 13,000 days or 110,000 hours dedicated to their jobs. At Old Mutual, we don't just see the numbers, we see the faces and the dreams behind them. With our tailored group life insurance and pension plans, you can provide your employees with employee benefit schemes that gives them peace of mind for their futures and for their families. Make the choice that shows your commitment to your employees today. Call 0509-551-609 or email corporate services at oldmutual.com.gh. Old Mutual, do great things every day. Another quality product from Casa Preco. This advert is FDA approved. I wake up in the morning, it's a new day. And I got bills that I have to pay. Now you're running late, running out of time. Feels like the world is waiting in line. All you gotta do is pick up the phone and just dial. So whatever you do. pitch for the new business account was in shambles yesterday. We lost the pitch. Eh, tell me about it. We started off very confident and then the office broadband went down. When we set up the hotspot from the phone to reconnect, the data allocation also got finished. You are joking. I wish. The meeting room was hot. Kobe quickly tried calling them to give us some more time, but he had no airtime. Total chaos. They also gave us feedback that our website didn't have enough information. How can you run a business this way and hope to grow? Oh dear. Your business communication can be way better than this. Vodafone One Business is a complete communications package that gives you broadband with data transfer to mobile phones, mobile package with free calls among employees, landline with free calls and website design plus domain name registration. At Vodafone Business, we understand that strong connections within your business lead to success. Call 050-777-9000 or sign up by sending an email to sme at vodafone.com. Vodafone, further together. 
ready? Let's go. We all go bring some savanna. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is singing. Because everyone is painting with Savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more, pay less. Savannah paints, we all go paint some. We all go paint some Savannah. We all go paint some. We interrupt this program to bring you this important information. It's Black Friday! season of discounts at Samsung. This November, you can get up to 2,400 Ghana Cities discounts on the Epic Galaxy S23 Ultra. Discounts everywhere! Get 60 to 800 Ghana Cities discounts on handsets like the Samsung Galaxy A04 range, A14, A24, A34, and A54. We're also introducing our new Galaxy S23 FE at an unbeatable price. It's Black Friday! Samsung Black Friday sale is from the 10th to the 26th of November in all authorized Samsung shops nationwide. What are you waiting for? Samsung conditions apply. Every child needs support to develop emotionally, socially, and physically. I will take all SP doses to enjoy a malaria-free pregnancy. I will give my child only breast milk for the first six months. It's the only food and water my child needs. At seven months, I will give my child the right food containing the right nutrients and in the right quantity to help my child develop. I will allow my child to be immunized against all the childhood diseases for additional protection. I will show love to my child with a disability and give the child equal opportunity in life. I will ensure I give my child a great start to life and the best education for a brighter future. I will correct my child with love and ensure their safety and protection at all times. I will support the optimal development of children in their early childhood. So should you. This message is from the Ghana Health Service, UNICEF and Partners. And you're still live here on News Night on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, tonight, the budget is being debated in Parliament. And the Minister for Information, Kujo Pankrumah, has been on his feet, taking on the NDC minority in Parliament for describing the budget as empty and useless. Minority leader Dr. Keksela Tofosing told Joy News the budget presented last week offers no hope to the suffering Ghanaian but. Kickstarting the debate in Parliament, Mr. Pankrumah argued that this budget will restore stability in the economy. The first objective of any sound economic policy or economic program at this time should be to bring back stability. Mr. Speaker, if you look at this program, pages 1 to 164, as I mentioned, where you find the full outline of the economic program, you'll find that the objective number one is stability to bring the cost of living down to a level that our fellow compatriots in this country can accommodate. Inflation sitting somewhere around the 50s, brought down or being brought down this year currently to about 35, 32%. And the forecast is that in the 2024 financial year to bring inflation further down to 15%. Mr. Speaker, if anybody says that an economic program like this is useless or is empty, that cannot be true. This economic program, Mr. Speaker, is a program that is sound, that is sensible, that is pragmatic, and I believe that every single member of this House must support a program that seeks to bring down inflation from the mid-30s down to 15% by the end of the 2024 fiscal year. Mr. Speaker, look at the exchange rate. This economic program before us seeks to ensure that the stability that has returned to the exchange uh, markets will be maintained. And that those days when you wake up in the morning and you see one rate, and by the time you are coming back home, the rate has changed, uh, will be things of the past. An economic program in a measure like that is one that I believe every single member of this House must support because it is sensible, it is pragmatic, that is what the people of Ghana are looking for. That's the information minister Kujo Pongkruma kickstarting the debate. Let's bring in parliamentary affairs correspondent Kweku Asante. Kweku, so we know there was definitely a response from uh, the acting ranking member on the finance committee, Isaac Adongo, and he did not disappoint. Harry Maguire made a showing. Yes, I'm a fine fact. Last year at the debate of this budget, the 2023 budget, 
he sought to compare Dr. Mahmoud Baumia with Manchester United's former captain Harry Maguire and said that they were all both costing their respective teams. Today, he had apologies for Harry Maguire because according to him, Harry Maguire actually turned the corner whilst Dr. Mahmoud Baumia is still a liability for this country. Listen. If the budget that has been presented is empty, you can't force magic out of the door for And so I sympathize with you. But Mr. Speaker, I can count about 2023 members on the other side. And this is their budget. If they are not interested, they should tell us to stop. Why are they not here? Would you prefer Dr. Mohammed's economy, where you were drinking your calico for, for 50 pesos, to your one trillion where you will now be buying that calico for six years? Which one will you prefer? You have inflated your revenue by over 40 billion so that you can now project an uh, expenditure of 226 billion so you can have 40 billion cushion for reckless expenditure in an election year. That is all that you have done. But Mr. Speaker, the minister said that they have impacted Ghanaians positively. Oh, how His Excellency Jordomani Mohammed's four-year term, the total revenue he took from people of Ghana was just 65 billion. You have taken 344 billion from the people's pocket and you say you have impacted them positively. Mr. Speaker, you have taken an additional amount of 279 billion from the poor people in Ghana. You still remember e -Levy. They said e -Levy was going to be the Akobang of the world. Now, where have you reached? Mr. Speaker, you remember that last year, I was very quick to compare my big brother, Dr. Mahmoud Baumia, to Harry Maguire. Mr. Speaker, I now apologize to Harry Maguire. Mr. Honorable Chairman, sir, you got very angry when I used your defender as an example. Today, Maguire has turned the corner as a transformation footballer. Maguire, Harry Maguire, is now scoring goals for Manchester United. Mr. Speaker, Harry Maguire is now a key player for Manchester United. As for our Maguire, he is now roaming at the IMF. With a cup in hand. With a cup in hand. As for our Maguire, the economic Maguire now was able to get pensioners to leave their homes and come and parade in the streets. Well, so that's um, Isaac Adongo there. We know that there were some assurances that were given by the Deputy Finance Minister about commitment to not to overspend next year amongst others. Jinapo says we should take that with a pinch of salt. But one key thing happened. We heard the Speaker describe the Majority Leader, Osechi Mensabunsu, as a limping leader. Why? When the budget debate started, there were less than 10 MPs behind the Majority Leader. In fact, the minority sought to latch on it to make the claim that clearly the majority leader had lost control. At some point, the deputy majority leader, Alexander Senior Marking, was on his feet, chastising his colleagues in the minority. It was then that the speaker intervened to say that the majority needs the minority, if not the last year of President Kufa's governance, will be held for the NPP. And so they must know how to deal with their NDC colleagues. He said, the majority leader is clearly not able to get his MPs to come to the floor at the time, and that he is clearly a limping leader with the president, also a limp that president. I expect the majority who have a limping majority leader, limping because when you look at his back, you are less than those in front of you. You have a lame duck president, a lame duck because you have elected a flag bearer, and loyalty and commitments are shifting. So your president is now lame that president. You need this side of the house to support you to finish your eight years. And so if you don't behave well, we have a difficulty in proceeding as a nation. Please, I expect you to cooperate. I will not allow them to bully you that one you will get sufficient time to put across your case 
Well, that's the speaker, Alban Bagbing, and the debate continues, and Kweko Sante bringing us more on this. You can catch um, some of the excerpts of this uh, particular, um, you know, debate on the Joy News Prime at 7, but some top businesses have decided to disregard the 2024 budget, suggesting that it will have no bearing on their day-to-day activities. Pestros Organa CEO, Michael Bozombil, leading this campaign, says businesses no longer trust the government to make the landscape easy for profit. His comments comes as the business community is left struggling for survival due to taxes. He spoke at the graphic Stambik Bank breakfast meeting. Either you accept the fact that your uh, father, for want of a better word, is not responsible in the management of his finances and take your destiny in your own hands or you keep complaining. So for us as business uh, operators in an economy like this that um, over the years... Um, our political leadership have acted in ways that um, suggest quite strongly that they are not disciplined because we are talking of financial discipline. So, so for us as business uh, operators, our approach has been to assume that we don't have a father in order to survive. And so what it means is that for any serious business person operating in a business climate like this, you better take worst-case scenario approach. And that worst-case scenario approach is to first assume that what is being presented as budget, nothing will be done about it. So it's like your, your father is telling you, I'll do this for you, I'll do this for you. And you see that consistently, you know, the person doesn't do it. You better not place value on it. Well, so that's the Petro Source um, CEO there at the bra- graphic business uh, meeting earlier today. Let's do business with George Raphael. Hello, George. Hi, MFA. <laughs> Coming up in business, Ghana's classification as debt distressed country could be reviewed by IMF following the significant expansion of the economy and country recovers strongly from export earnings with half year numbers reaching. 87 billion Ghana cities. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationery, Syntax Tanks and Pepsodent, Charcoal and Herbal. Hey, Ma, the way you're always getting alerts these days, I won't be surprised to hear that you have gotten a Momo for Business account by my next visit home. Oh, I'm already on Momo for Business, so... Ah, since when? Since, since. <laughs> now, it's easy to apply for a merchant sim. All you need is a registered MTN number, your business certificate, your Ghana card, and you are good to go. Sir, you think you are the only one who knows what's up, eh? Look, I just dialed star 505 one hash selected register and the region i was requesting the sim from and waited for my sms with my reference number you can even go online at momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh and complete the details for an even better experience hey grandma momo <laughs> sign up for momo for business the easy and simple way just visit momomerchantapplication.mtn.com.gh or dial Star 5051 hash and follow the prompts and be on your way to owning a Momo business account today for free. MTN. Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 14 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHS, Kumase KNUST campus, UCC. 
Sea, Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627-92. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. No matter your water needs, Syntex has it all. Syntex Tank was first to introduce double-layer tank, and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex Tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana, and now introduces the customer specs order, which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex Tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years, which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project, or demand, choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a year strong, a year tough. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur, or an employer, or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. As the commander-in-chief in my house, I always ensure that I give my family the best. And this includes their television viewing. That's why we watch GoTV. <laughs> GoTV gives you all the local drama on Aquaba Magic. And I watch my favorite cartoons on GoTV. GoTV Super Plus in tea. I get all the Premier League games, La Liga, Serie A, and Europa. This festive season, Yenya Gibraltar, Dow, Star 759 Hash, to reconnect today and be part of the excitement. Go TV. Love it. I'm on the luckiest, luck is everywhere, for everyone, yeah. Keep buying your luckiest ticket with Star 712 Hash as an individual, a group, an association, or even a community. And stand a chance of winning in the community draw or the ultimate draw on 23rd of December. Be the luckiest on Star 712 Hash and win Millions. Ticket sale starts on October 4th, 2023, and draw date is on 23rd December 2023. Play responsibly, not for persons under 18 years. This promotion is regulated by the NLA on the Caritas platform. Win millions on Star 712 Hash. You could be the luckiest. You're welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, Ghana's classification as a debt distressed country could be reviewed by the IMF in the coming months. This is based on the significant expansion of the economy for this year. There is more in this report. Ghana is currently classified as a debt distressed country based on the debt sustainability analysis carried out by the IMF and the World Bank before the country secured a program with the fund. The classification was based on seven main indicators which showed that Ghana had performed poorly in all those areas. However, following the performance of the economy for this year, as well as other indicators, it now looks more likely that the IMF may soon take steps to review the tag as a debt-distressed country. The larger performance of the economy has also forced the IMF to revise the country's growth outlook for the end of 2023 from 1.5% to over 2%. Persons working with the IMF have told Joy Business that all these developments could impact on the debt sustainability analysis report. 
under Ghana's program with the IMF, the fund projected that Ghana's economy will grow at a certain pace. However, based on the current numbers and performance of the economy, all these developments will impact on expected review. However, one is not sure whether it will be enough to change the whole dynamics on Ghana's debt situation. If the IMF goes ahead with this move, that could impact positively on the economy going forward. One can talk about the cost of borrowing and even Ghana's credit ratings being moved to an improved position. And that is a business deck support. The country has recovered strongly when it comes to earnings from its exports ending the first half of this year. The Ghana Coast Service data ending June this year showed that Ghana earned 87 billion Ghana cities compared to 67 billion Ghana cities secured the same period for last year. This was captured in the services media trade report released in Accra today. More than half of Ghana's exports were euro-bound. China, on the other hand, was a main region for the country's imports. Now, some clearing agents at the Tema ports are asking authorities at the harbor to fix faulty scanner and address other procedural issues at the ports which affect the turnaround time for doing business. They argue that the multifunctional, the more functional devices at the Meridian Port Service section and other custom procedures are resulting in delays and consequently leading to penalty payments which they blame on the company managing the port. Meanwhile, the chairman of the Ghana Freight Forward Association, that is Johnny Manti, says the Meridian Port Service Services, they are not doing what was laid out in the policy and the agreement with stakeholders. Essentially, the policy now, as we see it, is that where a customs, a customs officer or all the regulators are unable to complete their examination within 24 hours, you are surcharged. And that's no fault of the importer or the agent or his agent. The point is that once customs touches the cargo, he has to finish. And there are lots of things that go into examination. For instance, if it was even one person has even two containers, you have one officer. You don't expect that officer to do that examination within five minutes or ten minutes. He has to do it. And until that is done, there are other regulatory agencies that have to do their job. And don't forget that sometimes you can have one officer having about 200 containers to examine. You don't expect him to finish in 30 minutes. Of course, that takes time. So all we are saying is that when that policy should take effect, when the officer has finished his examination and has released the cargo, nobody comes to the port to sleep or stay in the port for what? Chairman of the Ghana Freight Forward Association, uh, Johnny Mante. Managing Director of Commodities Trading Group, Finatrade, Paul Maredza, has emphasized the need for Ghana to develop the agribusiness sector to improve the sector's resilience. According to him, developing the value chains and fostering the need for partnership with foreign partners can be seen as beneficial. He was speaking at the Agro Food Plus Print Pack Ghana 2023, which aims to facilitate trade partnership with Ghana and other trade partners. The exhibition is again supplemented by a program full of presentations, conferences, providing the opportunity to learn and network in roundtables and presentations. In total, exhibitors from 12 countries present products, technologies and solutions specifically tailored for the Ghanaian and West African market. The event aims to help increase Ghana's self-sufficiency and improve supply. And that is the managing director of Fair Trade, Paul Maritz. Now, the Minister of Environment, Science and Technology Innovation, Dr. Kwekwafari, is calling for collective efforts from government institutions to help combat climate change. The minister maintains that it is important for farmers to adapt to the challenges brought upon by climate change, whilst government takes steps to mitigate its impact. He was speaking at the 5th West African Science Service Centre on Climate Change in a Shiro Council meeting in Accra. We should be reminded, as Africa plays both state and non-state actors, that our continent has been and is still being hit hard by climate change. Our collective efforts, therefore, to fight the common security threat will go a long way to win the battle against climate change. I've always advocated that since we are small, only a minuscule emitters, less than 4%, maybe we should the convention wisdom out there is that we should not waste executive time discussing that and we should leave these issues to the global north, even how to adapt. Minister for Environment, Science, Technology and Innovation, Dr. Kweku Free. And that's all for Business on Newsnight.
Thank you so much, George Riafe. Well, we'll take some of your messages shortly, but first, it's been five years since the trailer ran over five schoolgirls at Asinjitre in the, in the central region, killing them instantly. The girls, aged between 11 and 14, were all biological daughters of a 49-year-old carpenter. Well, he says justice has eluded him because he is poor. He opened up at a remembrance event in a crowd for victims of road accidents. Here's Benedicta Dobiasari's report read to you. The girls, Eva, Vivian, Abigail, Emanuela and Lydia were sent on an errand by their school teacher during break time. As they waited on the pavement to cross the road to fetch their teacher's items, a trailer ran over them, crashing and killing them instantly. Our children went to school and the only news we got was that a trailer had crashed them to death. It's been five years since the incident, but father of the deceased girls, Yawasari, says he's still traumatized by the incident, especially because no one appears to be interested in helping him get justice. After that, you know, you after their burial, all efforts to seek justice have proven futile. I have lost hope. Both the car owner and the driver are nowhere to be found. The car was moved from where the incident happened after about a week, with no traces of the perpetrators. He joined a group of people who have been victims of road accidents at an event to vent his pain about not receiving justice. The event, organized by Accident Victim Support Ghana and NGO, sought to raise 10 million Ghana cities to support other road crash victims. I couldn't do anything. I was just bedridden. I couldn't move around, but... With the support of the wheelchair, it gave me relief. My dad is relieved. He's not supposed to, he, he doesn't carry me around anymore. I go about, I can come out with the wheelchair, I move around freely. I thank accident victims support for the support they've given me. I'm very grateful. And I want to appeal for, to, to everyone to help support the accident victim support team foundation that they should support in any way they can founder of accident victim support ghana reverend cyril crab asks for support to help ease the pain of survivors and their families we all have to come to the table find solutions and part of the solution is to address it financially you've heard the stories yourself you can see how the victims are in a dire need of financial support and so we want people to personalize it personalize the crash personalize the plight of the victims personalize the problem that we are facing in the country the crashes that it can happen to you so if you have the opportunity what will you do you have to support people will repair their cars but how about repairing the human beings how about making sure that somebody who never paid to be in such a position now finds him himself there the driver could be free but what about the the victim Just a live your news stand on Joy 99.7 FM, and that story was filed by Benedicta Adubia. There, read to you. Now, advocates for neonatal care are asking government to include their health care in the national health insurance scheme. According to the advocate, a child's first benefit from the state is the ability to survive before the 40-week gestation period. Currently documented as one of the leading causes of death among newborns, the advocates urge government to increase funding for neonatal care as a means of ending preventable deaths of newborns and children under five years of age in its quest to achieve the SDG target by 2023. Anodami has more in this report. Mothers of preterm babies often have to stay in hospitals for as long as their babies receive care. This affects their finances and general well-being. Olivia Sakwa has been at the Greater Accra Regional Hospital for the past three weeks, waiting for her third child, born at 32 weeks, to be discharged. 
The financial burden, she says, is draining. Buying drugs, going for labs, it also stressed us. So actually, if the government can provide beds for mothers being taken care of premature babies. An NGO, African Foundation for Premature Babies and Neonatal Care, occasionally support these mothers through diverse means to alleviate their plight. Selena Bingtum has been leading this cause. The cost of care in the NICU is expensive. The NHIS covers very little portion probably less than 10 percent and for the amount that it covers it does not extend to essential part of care like medication that the baby needs to survive and so it is not an excuse for a Ghanaian a baby who is born Ghanaian at that age to be to die even if it's just one baby dying every year because of this it is still not fair and we can do more Stambeck Investment Management Services, which assured of continuous support for the mothers, also promised to be a voice so government can respond urgently by increasing investment in neonatal care. Desmond Bredu is head of client coverage. We are not just looking at just a one-time thing, but how can we partner other institutions? How can we echo the message? Because that's where we can get to have more people come on board. From the Greater Accra Regional Hospital, I am Hannah Odame for Joy News. So that's Hannah Odame's report taking us into the election headquarters. And the political temperature is heating up steadily. And it's time to touch base uh, with the flag bearers of the NPP and NDC as they embark on their thank you and building Ghana tours. First, Vice President Baumia returned home to begin his thank you tour. And the overlord of Dagbong, Yana Abubakar Muhammad II, says Northerners are proud of Dr. Baumia's achievements and believe that he has the capacity to occupy the highest office in the country. This is the big responsibility that has been placed on your head, and I pray that you will be up to the task and carry out your duties as successfully as you can. I've also noted with satisfaction as well as other Nordness that you are the first ever Nordner to lead the NPP. We definitely are proud of this achievement and know that you are more than qualified to find this lofty position in your party. Well, there was an admonishment uh, to them. He says that uh, Dr. Baumia and um, former President John Ramani Mahama are brothers and that they are not enemies. Uh, we'll get to hear that. But of course, we've been hearing from Dr. Baumia himself. He's assured he will not depart from his humble nature to engage in dirty politics. <laughs> We are fortunate to have you as a father and grateful for this advice. I will not allow partisan politics to divide us because of our different interests. I will assure you that the 2024 election campaign will not be about attacks and insults. It will be about competence and who can lead this country better. We are all your children and will not fight ourselves. And to the camp of the NDC now, and the former president, John Mahama, is in the Alpha region, promising to run a government of only 60 ministers. This, he says, is to save resources to cater for allowances of assembly members. Assembly member, BBS, yeah. Assembly man, assembly woman, yeah, where from? Almost one year, Nipa. And see, a boy, share 2020, no. Yeah, that's what you know. Senyamia dom na ya ba bemwa. Assembly for you bet your mobi bika kra kakra kra. Bosumibia, ya bema mobi bika kra. Se me kase, se ya ba bemwa. Ya bete minister for no so. Minister bia, woman a kam, you know, sa lang crusade bako. No man a saluka bako. No man a dying. No man a petrol. No etrian electricity bill. What you are the water bill? What you are the DSTV? One man allowance, BBR. And he minister for no so. You're being a assembly members or so. 
Well, so he talks about uh, the role of the assembly members at the level um, in terms of governance and that um, if he reduces the number of ministers to 60, he will use all that, the resources that goes into catering for a minister to pay allowances to these assembly members. And that's uh, John Mahama there. And we can leave you with some very interesting report. I know you had aspirations to be a gospel musician. No, You never. did not? <laughs> but you sing in church? No. What do you do in church? Oh, with this voice, how can you sing? Oh, but I know it. I see you all the time in Oh, in yeah, I do a lot. More. I do a lot but in church, but singing. no, it doesn't include singing. Mm, well, Maybe I'll preach. I'll preach soon. Oh, you will? Yes. Okay, well, let's <laughs> let's see if you agree with what you're just about to hear next in the vibrant music industry of Ghana. Financial support is key, but in it, the secular or gospel genre, gospel artist Nasi and Scott Evans have expressed their perspectives on events fueled by sponsorship from, guess what, contraceptive <laughs> production companies, companies particularly that produce condoms. My colleague Jacqueline Asamoah-Yibwa has more. Afro gospel musician Scott Evans says he has no problem with endorsing a condom company. Honestly, I feel like um, there is there is a very good side of condom. Purpose of condom is to make sure that people abstain or get, don't get diseases. If I'm supposed to stand in the gap as a brand ambassador for a condom, I'll do it. So, now, renowned gospel singer and record producer Nasi explains why he has accepted to accept sponsorship from a condom company for his maiden concert, Covered. I'm also working. What else? Mm-hmm. I'm working, and at the end of the day, we need money to push the kingdom. Bible, we buy Bible, we do everything. Nasi, so you see, will they share condom that day? Yeah, I, I, I'm sure the company will share, give some yeah, giveaway. Well, do you think gospel musicians should accept sponsorships from alcoholic or condom companies? Do you think it even affects their ministry? Let's see how it goes. So, I know you are a leader in your church. If the yes. condom company comes and want to sponsor an event, would you, would you, you advise con- a church condom? Well, that's a family planning method, why not? Yeah. Uh, I thought married men don't use condoms. Who so. told you that? Ah, okay. When, when you were in school, you're doing the adolescent reproductive health. List the, <laughs> list the whole spectrum of. But why will you marry and be using condom? Huh? Why will you marry and be using condom? I'm just asking the question. Okay. When you were doing the adolescent reproductive health, uh-huh. list the whole spectrum oh, of. Oh, the other, the other forms. There are pills, they are tying the womb amongst others. There's vasectomy, there's everything. Yes, but why are you leaving out condoms? It's uh, part of. I didn't, the, anyway. You, you are educating me. I believe you answered the question. Your church. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm to say you want to spawn that again. Will you accept the money? Hmm. I... <laughs> <laughs> And guess who is here? Pepsi is here with 